This is Around the Table, where we explore the benefits of cooperative ownership. Joining me today is Joe Lardy, the Market Intelligence and Insights Analyst with CHS Global Research, here to talk about the April WASDE report. Joe, what were some of the big takeaways from this month's report? Well, Mike, I think one of the key takeaways is that this report didn't contain any big surprises. I mean, I found the report to be largely neutral at face value. Most of the actual numbers that came in were pretty much on where the expectations were. We really still have a tight and uncertain environment. And I think the market's really gonna have a hard time just doing nothing. So even though the report was largely neutral, it does have market implications. You know, on the wheat side of things, we did see, you know, very small reductions to feed and exports, which are warranted, um, that raised ending stocks up by a little bit. Not a surprise there. We did see some adjustments on the world scene, of course, with the conflict in Russia and Ukraine. We did see some small adjustments there. But you know, it's important to remember that wheat is almost at the end of its marketing year. And so a lot of the activity has already taken place for this marketing year. So there's only small changes that are left to be made for this marketing year. It's the next marketing year that are going to be a lot bigger. And we also did see some small changes again on the the corn and the bean side, you know, the, the 25 million bushel or less things, which were, you know, just the small adjustments to the balance sheet that we probably needed to see a little bit of. Of, but you know nothing overly too dramatic on the world scene you know we did see the adjustments to the south american crops again and joe how has the conflict in ukraine impacted global crop production well we haven't really seen a whole lot to the global production side of things yet what we're really seeing is these small adjustments more so to domestic usage and the exports, and that's mainly in the affected countries of Ukraine and Russia. I think Ukraine, of course, is, is front and center in this whole thing, and their exports are basically going to be zero given the situation that's going on there. And the Russian situation is really going to be dependent upon what country is willing to buy from them. I think the real big production changes to your question that we're going to see, that's going to come next month. So the USDA is going to give us the 22-23 balance sheets in May, and that's going to lay out the course of what do they think production is going to be and what is the impact of that war going to have on that production starting next year. Joe, there's also still a lot of focus on South American production. Any significant changes there? You know, we continue to see more changes out of South America, and it's kind of interesting because we're seeing things going in different directions finally. On the soybean side of things, we did see further reductions. They took Brazil down uh, another 2 million tons. We saw Paraguay come down another million tons. I mean, the, the Paraguay situation, when the year started, production estimates were around 10 million tons. They're currently at 4.2 million tons, so a complete disaster down in Paraguay. But conversely, on the corn side of things, we actually saw an increase in Brazil. The weather there for their corn growing season, which happens after the soybean season, has still been pretty good. The rainy season has hung around a little bit, and they raised that crop by 2 million tons, and expectations are we could potentially see some additional increases in the months ahead. All right, Joe, how could this whole global situation affect U.S. farmers' planting decisions here ahead of spring planting? Well, this global situation has really elevated prices across the board. 
I mean, we're seeing 16 to $17 soybeans, nearly $8 corn and 11 plus dollar wheat. Plus we've got really high priced cotton. And so the farmers got a lot of profitable choices this year. And I think that's going to make these planning decisions much more confusing and, and a much more uh, difficult decision for the farmer. They're really going to have to put that pencil to paper and find out what the best cash crop is going to be for them in their area. And I think we're going to see a lot of those decisions really waiting right up until planning time. And I think what's also got the market a little bit confused on these planning decisions is when we got the uh, prospective plantings numbers, they were just a real shock to the market. We had a whole lot less corn acres than we thought we were going to get. And we had a whole lot more bean acres than we thought we were going to get. So the market is going, is that true? Is that really what we're going to do? So I think we're going to have to, you know, just go by word of mouth and listen to what the producers are telling us when it comes down to getting their tractors in the field and, and actually making those decisions. That's Joe Lardy, Market Intelligence and Insight Analyst with CHS Global Research. Joe, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me, Mike. And thanks for joining us here around the table. To learn more about the benefits of cooperative ownership, visit cooperativeownership.com.